0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. And now, it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Supertalk 103.1 FM.
1: Welcome back to Coast View and Merry Christmas, as I continue to say, as we zero in on, on this Christmas holiday. I'm so pleased to have now my friend, the mayor of the city of Gulfport, Billy Hughes. How you doing, Billy?
0: We're doing good. Just kind of like everybody, wrapped up in the this busy time of the year. You know, we're supposed to be able to take a breath and chill and relax and just take things into into account uh, with our loved ones. And uh, maybe we'll get to that, but we're still busy as ever.
1: Well as I said I had a terrific uh, opportunity to visit with uh, Philip Gunn Speaker of the House recently and as I said you know this is a time of year for reflection it's an opportunity for us to pause for a second and reflect on the things that are important to us in our lives and one of the things that I share was that Benjamin Franklin said that a good conscience means taking Christmas into the year so whatever it is we're doing right now if we could take that into the year and, and do that every day you know appreciate the moments every day not just at Christmas the world would be a better place, wouldn't it?
0: Sage advice. And our founding <laughs> fathers—a lot of wisdom to be gleaned from that that era in our country's history. For sure, the writings and uh, just a lot of the biographies. If you ever take the time and want to do some reading, there's uh, plenty of good material out there. But they there, did. there really is. There like really is. From a foundational and a philosophical standpoint,
1: it's a great it's a great time to visit the city of Gupport, the Harbor Lights. The, the collaboration between the, the aquarium and the lights, what's going on downtown, the decorations, this real sense that it's the holiday season in full bore. You get to feel it there, don't you?
0: You know, I would I would of course respond to saying that any is a great time to visit the city of Gulfport, but I, I get what you're saying. You know, we we always look to how do we extend that tourism season and how do we celebrate what is Gulfport and in this coast in a larger sense, uh, and and so uh, you know we we've kind of got our own brand. And uh, we do have a traditional downtown with the holiday spirit and feel, but with the new amenities, the addition of the aquarium and some of the festivities and functions that go on. You know, we try different things throughout the year, whether it's, you know, buskers uh, singing and providing uh, uh, some music down in Fishbone Alley to the, the Harbor Lights, which continues to be a huge draw, setting records this year. Um, number one again, light show in Mississippi, and top ten again in America. So there's something happening uh, that that we've kind of tapped into that people are looking to, not only embracing Gulfport's tradition but making it their own. It has really transformed into a huge family event, and that's before we even you know have the the, the future tram bridge that's going to be linking Jones Park, the aquarium, downtown, the expanding and growth uh, that's going on there. So um, you know we're we're in a pretty good place. You know, I'll, we mentioned
1: the aquarium, but let's just focus for just a second. Um, this is an entity that had to open during a pandemic, you know, with with all these hurricane scares around it, and had to get its feet underneath it. But all the what I'm hearing coming out of the out of the aquarium these days is very, very positive, and uh, the attendance has been good. You got to be thrilled with what you see there these days.
0: They have some real good leadership out of Kurt Allen, and uh, what is really neat to see, you know, if, if you track and look at social media, you can't, uh, you know, pick up and whatever platform you like without seeing something about the aquarium, and usually it's some new programming, something fresh that they go, whether it's the uh, Ales and Sails, whether it's uh, the, the Mermaids, whether it's Santa Claus in the Dive Tank. Uh, you know, there, there are themes, there are seasonal uh, things that they have embraced, so they uh, have come about, you know, to drive some of the things that we're seeing down there as far as Keeping it fresh, keeping it new, and um, you know, uh, just enjoying that uh, that asset.
1: Yeah, it, it, you're right about that. Though I mean, every time I turn around, there's some new exhibit or some new promotion where people can be engaged, a lot of focus on kids and engaging kids, uh, but a lot of activities. And I think that's that's part of of the deal. But the fact that so many people have gone through there is a real testament to that leadership. And again, it it could not have opened up at a more challenging time. I mean, again, not just the pandemic, but the hurricanes and everything else that came with that. And they have just stayed in there and, and proven their resiliency up to this point, haven't they?
0: I think that bodes well for the future. Uh, You know, we expected it to take a real hit with uh, COVID. It's diminishment of uh, activities in general with um, Ida. Uh, you know, Hurricane Ida, even though it wasn't a direct hit, it still affected us and people. So, you know, theirs is a cyclical business like most things in tourism, but bringing more people in like we are, that is one of those draws that makes people, if they're thinking about going from one community to another, they've got multiple options and activities here in Gulfport and uh, they're choosing to come here, and so it 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 boosts the economy in a lot of uh, a lot of ways. It puts more people in those hotel rooms, more people in the restaurants, uh, to discovering and and going, you know, going back and being our ambassador, saying, "Man, you got to go check that out." Uh, I was speaking to a, a group of mayors up in Washington a few days ago, and uh, they were telling us what's happening in their town. One was from New York, for example. One was from Fort Worth, you know, really huge cities in, in great growth modes. But at the end of the discussion, they said, good gosh, I want to come to Gulfport. And, and so, you know, we, we, we give our Chamber of Commerce speeches. We accentuate the positive. And, you know, none of us live in the land of milk and honey. But what we've got is our own version of paradise. And it's a pretty neat place. We have our challenges and problems like everybody. Uh, it's like this election cycle we just went through, Ricky. You know, anybody can point out what's wrong. It's the folks who want to get engaged and talk about what we can do better and how we make improvements and acknowledge that we have challenges and figure out how we're going to go forward. And sometimes you find yourself playing a leadership role with the example, and uh, and you probably wanted to get into this as far as what the outlook is, but as we assess what's happening in the year, I look at this team that we've assembled, and there's a lot of freshness. There are a lot of new faces, and there's some great enthusiasm for uh, what we stand for and the brand that is Gulfport.
1: Yeah. I, I see it. I see it. I mentioned to you before we started the show, if you go to the City of gutport Mayor's page. You know, obviously, you're going to talk about the lights, you're going to talk about parades, you're going to, but see, when you start thinking about things like Leadership Go Coast and hosting meetings there, so you can have not just an opportunity to touch leaders from all over the coast as they come to your city to learn about your city, but to impress upon them how we're all in this together, that all the cities working together can make a big difference. You've had the opportunity on, on a number of occasions to talk about sort of the state of the city as it relates to the year that we just went through and then the year that this that, ahead. Um, you, you spend a lot of time sort of positioning your successes, your, the opportunities in front of you in a way that, that helps you appreciate that gut and help others appreciate how Gupport fits into the bigger picture. You spend a lot of time with that, don't you?
0: We do. Uh, you know, that's your nature. You're always assessing your strengths uh, and your weaknesses and, you know, trying to bolster both areas. Um, the Leadership Gulf Coast Program, you talk about something that's been, you know, really monumental and impactful. And uh, along a similar line, we started a mayor's youth council um, almost a decade ago um, to, to get our youth involved and in, from all the high schools in the area to participate. And um, it's a tight little group. Um, but, you know, we, we live in, in what many people's version is is just an amazing place. Um, you know, uh, you and I talked about when I when I was coming up, you know, through high school and college, I, I worked, uh, you know, two jobs. Uh, one was on the weekends, written sailboats and another on the docks as a longshoreman. But so on the weekends, I see people come by and people forget that this Highway 49 corridor is Heartland America coming down into our area. That's where the snowbirds, a lot of them come down, many of them for the first time. And, and so when I would be working the sailboats, I'd see I'd see people come in and they're not dressed for the beach. They're fully clothed and they'd come out and I'd go over and talk to them, and say what's up. They said, This is the first time we've seen the ocean. <laughs> you know, to us it's the gulf. But we see it, you know, our commute takes us by there almost every day. And it's something we really take for granted. And and we need to avail ourselves of the things in our communities that people come down and visit and go back and talk about, whether it's the restaurants, whether it's The Harbor Lakes Festival, whether it's Ship Island. How many of us have not been to Ship Island ever to see how beautiful uh, and different that is from our regular shoreline? There's some cool stuff here. Um, You know, uh, just just some of the cruises and uh, environmental tours, eco tours up and down the rivers. This is a cool place. Very special.
1: Well, you know, throughout my career, I gained gained a tremendous appreciation, appreciation for urban planning. Certainly after Katrina, we focused even more on that. But the fact has always been that Gulfport was sort of, as you go down 25th Avenue and enter Highway 9, it was always going to be the crown jewel of the entry point for coastal Mississippi. Not just for tourists, but in terms of really grasping the economic aspect of this. If you think about Gulfport, you've got you've got the the state port of Gulfport, and then you have this downtown area. You have a railroad. You have interstate highways that are accessible. I mean, GovPort is so well positioned. And then you have the emergence of mixed use and what's happening in those conversations and people wanting to live, work, and play nearby, the ability to attract remote workers and the new economy and then the blue economy that's emerging at the port. I mean, we can literally spend two or three hours talking about all these different dimensions and, yes, it's always easy to find a few things that might not be going right. But the key to leadership is finding what's going well and keeping the vision alive and well, Say, okay this is where we're going because the opportunities are too significant not to stay focused on them. That's probably your your elevator speech every day you have the opportunity to tell it, isn't it?
0: Uh, it is and, and, and the key is not to get myopic. Sometimes whether it's a political subdivision or a city, we, we tend to focus on things and, and lose sight of that larger picture. I'll use the BUILD grant as a, as a great example. Uh, uh, how it's going to be impact on it if you were anywhere in the i-1049 corridor on Black Friday you couldn't get in and out of that area that is dangerous uh, but we want to make things easier for come and go and if it's easier for them to come and shop here and stay here and, and not get in that in that dangerous traffic snarl um, uh, it, it, it can be a difference maker so I uh, can't un- underscore how that is one of those next transformative not sexy but transformational things uh, uh, Public projects that we've got. To yeah, make. we'll co-
1: actually we'll come back to that in a second because I was actually there around that time, and what I observed. I'll explain to you what I observed when we come back on the other side of this. But this is Mayor Billy Hughes from the City of Gulfport, and join us for the final segment after this break. You can also listen live
0: to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast one hundred three point one on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews
1: on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coastview. We have Mayor Billy Hughes from the city of Guphorn. And you know, in this holiday season, you get a chance to reflect. You know, and when we went to break, we were talking about it's not always sexy, but infrastructure improvements are something you got to be you got to be focused on. And what we're talking about is the traffic coming off of uh, I-10 onto 49, headed toward in the vicinity of the of the Outlet Mall. Well, I've never seen anything like that before. I was coming from, let's see, I was coming from the New Orleans area headed back to the coast and the traffic was backed up with, I'm talking about the majority of these are Louisiana tags, backed up down, I mean, to a stop on on actually on I ten coming into the you know coming off of I ten onto forty nine, and everything was hung up by that traffic light. I mean, the traffic light was going through its normal cycles, and the traffic was just getting further and further backed up. It's a, we need to solve that problem. But what's amazing to me is how much of a sucking sound off of I ten there is during this time of year for people to you know to invest their money in in Gulfport. It's amazing, isn't it?
0: There's every opportunity for folks to come here uh, and, and shop. It happens to be the thing now, but whether it's the sportsplex, that ropes course out there, the water park um, you know, and, and the shopping uh, restaurants, that is a really neat corridor, that intersection. That really is now Gulfport Central Business District, all of that. And um, you know, we identified, when I came into office eight years ago, that we need roads now. We need, uh, on, the, on the south side, we need Creosote Road to go all the way across the canal, provide that relief valve. We need um, the same kind of service drive from um, where Anchor Plaza is, which is around the new SAMs and the Nukes and all that, uh, over to the sportsplex. And, and uh, you know, Landon Road, we're finally about to start with the widening of Landon Road, but it's still, once it's done, we're going to need the next phase. These things take too much time. They're very long. And and while we have a great team working forward on them, we've got to find massive amounts of federal funds. Well, we got it for the bill grant. But sometimes, even when we got good ideas and we're working towards collectively, there are some that want to tackle you from behind, as Dr. Kelly used to say, um, uh, you know, about your own teammates. And we've got to have a, a larger vision as far as where this community is going, what's best in the larger picture without, without ignoring the needs of smaller communities, surrounding communities. So everybody grows in a very methodical, uh, effective um, fashion. And I think that's what we've been trying to do. And so it's plotting progress, Um, but that sucking sound you talk about, that is an indication that we're doing a lot of things right. We're where a lot of people want to be, whether it's to live, here, work, or play, as you always say. And so, but it also underscores that if we don't get some relief on those, people are going to find other places where it's easier to do business. And um, so, so we've got plans in play. As you know, we restructured a lot of our debt and took the, you know, the um, tax monies that came from um, the internet that was uh, adopted a couple of years ago, and we've dedicated those to road projects in Gulfport, resurfacing as well as new. Uh, new projects. So um, we're going to see a very, very robust and aggressive um, uh, progression towards uh, fixing our roads, improving our roads. You know, a lot of folks uh, like to say, well you only do that in election year. No, uh, this is something that we're always working on. And so uh, these will be, uh, the contracts will be let very soon as soon as we get the engineering done. So that's really great news for us moving forward on a lot of levels. Um, But we know that uh, the challenge we have are usually growth challenges And um, as long as we get those right, uh, get a handle on uh, our youth violence issues that are going on. And um, the chief has announced a before the bullet campaign to deal with uh, kids with guns, kids getting involved and try to get them steered in the right direction before the crime occurs, before they get into a bad, bad way. So we're trying to be proactive on those fronts as well. And again, our internal city leadership, uh, I believe, are setting a good pace, a good standard and, and some example in doing that.
1: Yeah, I, I can I can see that from where I'm sitting as well. Hey, so in the short time we have left, as you, as you look toward 2022, what's it feel like to you?
0: uh well, it feels like we're still drinking from that fire hose because uh, there's a lot on the books. You you know, there are a lot of unknowns from. Uh, what this Omicron, our future variants of, of COVID is going to be. The good news is we kind of have a playbook now as far as how to respond, how to react, what to expect. So we're not as daunted by this. Uh, again, as long as we don't have our hospitals overrun and medical facilities, we're going to be able to weather just about anything that comes our way. That's the plan. Um, but the infrastructure bill uh the act that the feds passed uh we don't know they don't know what it looks like they're still formulating rules but the fact of the matter is there should be a lot of monies in our communities to do some things that maybe we couldn't have considered before a major infrastructure to our wastewater plants that's not sexy to talk about but it's so essential and necessary you know getting where water mains are old or aged. so there's a lot of Reassessment of things we didn't think we could do—that now we get to sit back and retool—and uh, and it's going to take more people, it's going to take more time. But if the money's there, we want to try to make uh, the most of that money's as we move forward. So there's opportunity—is the bottom line for all of us.
1: Well, as we as we wind down, we first of, first of all say congratulations on 2021 tough year. I mean, but, but as you pointed out, we got, I mean, we had 2020 to sort of understand the realities. 2021 we could implement a lot of these new innovations and uh, coast of Mississippi has performed incredibly well compared to the rest of the nation. And good luck to you in 2022. Uh, and with that said, let me just say Merry Christmas to you and your family. Hope you all have a great holiday and we'll see you after the first of the year.
0: Yeah, Merry Christmas to you and yours to all. If Mother Nature will leave us alone this year, it's gonna be a it's gonna be just a bang up year. But uh, uh, God's blessing to everybody. Hope you stay safe. You bet.
1: Absolutely. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday.
0: Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Talk MS Coast 103.1.